love making this podcast and we would love to have it supported by a listener like you. So uh, go ahead, click the link in our show notes and join the awesome empire. Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. <laughs> I make myself laugh so, so hard. dumb. <laughs> I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, and supportive Mr. Eric Robertson. Good afternoon. My husband and yours. We are in Paul's and Picture Studio in Provo, Utah. <laughs> what does my husband and yours mean? It means you're like a husband to all, you know? Like you're my husband. Sounds like a lot of work. Well, I feel like you're up for it. And this is <laughs> <laughs> this is a speaking of that, this is episode 154, The Art of Being a Supporter. What do you think, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Solid start. (laughs) You get ramped up and then pass it off. Pass it off. So we are really excited about this topic because, you know, life, all life, 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 what it will do to you so often throughout working with humans and businesses and especially in Allison's brand school, which I had thousands of students come through to talk about, you know, what they felt called to build. One of the number one things that people would want to talk about is well, what what do I do when the people around me don't support me? And I think it's really great that, you know, your husband supports you, Allison, or your family supports you. But what do I do? My husband doesn't believe I can do this. My wife doesn't believe I can do this. My parents don't believe I can financially do this. I I think like there was a beautiful naiveness to me where if certain people didn't believe in me or support me, I just chose not to see it or I didn't see it or maybe I saw it and like dismissed it or or took responsibility for it in some way to try to have control. In no way am I like saying, oh, nobody supports me, but I've been able to see, and Eric, I think you feel this way too, Mm -hmm. it's easy to support someone when things are going well. (laughs) When they're on the up and up and everything is working out for them. When things aren't going as visibly well, that's when opinions <laughs> that might have not been shared at other points in time or maybe were shared but didn't matter to you as much can really come into play. Yeah. Going back to what you said, it is so easy to support the person who's winning. Mm-hmm. And it's great for that person. It truly is because we're on this earth to fulfill a purpose, to celebrate our gifts and grow and expand. But it's so much more important to be a support when people are down. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Because when you're down, you need it the most. Mm -hmm. And there really is not a ton of difference between when you're riding the, the wave Mm-hmm. And when you're at a low point, I mean, it could be, it's it could mostly cir- it feels, cir- it's circumstantial. I'm like, crank. it feels different to you, the person, right? Like it feels like you're Oh, it that. feels a lot different. Yeah, it feels a lot different. But you're still that amazing, unique person with your specialized gifts 
and your unique mission in this life. You're still that same person, whether you're high or low. So it's so important to be supportive. And there's truly an art to it. We've been discussing and thinking about it. There is definitely an art in supporting others. Like as we've thought about it and noticed and reflect on it, this just makes you such a richer person and it blesses other people's lives. So it's, I'm pretty passionate about this. I think it's beautiful. And I just didn't expect to get quite so emotional about it because I didn't like quite understand the perspective I'm bringing to it, which is like the down in the... down in the ditch perspective (laughs) you know coming out of such a difficult time health-wise financially emotionally spiritually physically in every single possible way into i wrote a book called you're already awesome who wants to work with me and promote this book (laughs) who wants to believe in me and support me (laughs) everyone (laughs) well not everyone actually there's a couple of thoughts there first the thought is the number one way, if you want to be a better supporter, if you want to be able to support people regardless of whether they're up or down, you, you're like, you heard what Eric said, you hear what I say, and you're like, yes, that is what I want. Let's like just applaud that. Yeah, I like a round of applause. I'm feeling really good about that. Let's applaud that. Supporting and believing in yourself is the foundation of it. It is so difficult when you feel down on yourself to support other people truly. It is very next to impossible to believe in the impossible for others when you can't believe in it for yourself. Let that just stand as a challenge throughout this episode that as we talk about the art of being a supporter for other people that you can also reflect inward and ask yourself, how can I be a better supporter of myself, of my own dreams? And that is not selfish and that is not egotistic. That is actually altruistic because as you believe in yourself and as you believe in your ability to, you know, dream the impossible dream against the odds overcome as you will, as you are, as I am, you can give that gift to other people. And so the very beginning is to think about how you can give that to yourself. And then I just want to acknowledge how much it can hurt when you don't feel that support from the people that you hope to feel it from. There are people that maybe you expect to feel it from, whether it's your parents or a partner, your siblings, a close friend. It can just rock your sense of self when maybe they support you in lots of different ways, but with whatever the situation, whatever your circumstance, whatever your dream or gift is that you're holding in your hand right now, whatever your hope is or your concern is, when they aren't able to support you there, it can really rock you and shake you. I think that's a really good point. I was also thinking about why I have the confidence I have or why I believe in in myself. And a lot of the credit goes to some early experiences with people that supported me early on. And it kind of built a foundation. Like I have very supportive parents that said I could do anything. And so I was really blessed with that. And because of that, you know, I'm in a very weird kind of career. You know, an, an artist is a is a is a strange career. And so being in that now, I do have a root confidence that I can do it no matter what anyone else thinks. It does get shook though. Oh, it, it ab- shakes. No, it absolutely yeah. does. But what I I'm just saying, want to say that but what, <laughs> what, but what I'm saying is, I, but what I'm saying is the importance of those people supporting me at a young age and how essential it is that we support each other, that we support our children, 
that we support our siblings, even our our parents, you know, we support our spouses. And in turn, we, we're giving these priceless gifts to them. We don't even know how, how deep it could settle in their soul. We have no idea, but we know that we did support. And so, and then that, that will, I mean, I can't promise it'll be reciprocated, but I can, I can support other people so much better because I was supported. But, and I love that, but the thought I was kind of hitting on before that is, how it when those people let's say in your case your parents who have usually been an awesome support of you when they whether it's intentionally or unintentionally don't support a decision how yeah. much it can rock you and I, and, and I understand what you're saying and what the point I wanted to make in response to that is I is yes to be aware of that is so important to see that but also to maybe stop maybe maybe to know that that hurts so much that I'm not going to pass on the hurt and I want to be a better mm. supporter for others and then those other people around us that I'm that I'm supporting can if can give it back to me so you're starting you're starting with yourself to create this like web of love and of strength and of support even with that lack that came from people around you well and I I love that because what that requires is a an awareness Exactly. And it requires you to stop when you feel that sense of shock or lack or maybe your confidence in yourself just gets undercut and you've maybe had a, a conversation with someone or you've just talked to someone. It's crazy how you can go from having a conversation with someone to feeling really, really down on yourself without realizing that the conversation and things that were talked about in the conversation are contributing to why you feel so down on yourself. That's something that continues to surprise me is the trigger disassociates from the present reality. And so then you find yourself in that present reality, that current reality of like doubt and self-doubt and just feeling, you know, kind of adrift without even being able to attribute it to anything. Mm -hmm. So yet another reason why slowing down throughout the day and recognizing those feelings and not in a sense of, oh, I just had a conversation with, you know, my neighbor and I told her about my idea and it's her fault I don't feel supported. That's that's not going to be a help. I mean, that's great. That's actually a great start. That's, you know, I'm not going to shame that at all. That's a great start because if you get there, you're farther than I used to get because I took hyper accountability for everything, which meant I couldn't see anybody else's role because I was controlling the world. So I, if you, if you're blaming people, that's a great place to start. <laughs> yeah. Blame your neighbor. Okay. And as you blame them or as you feel that lack and you can attribute it somewhere, then the pause and the returning to the truth, the true baseline that is you are a creator and we are all destined to grow and expand. That's, that's the baseline. And the baseline is that no amount of validation from outside of you is going to make you strong enough or brave enough to do the thing. Trust me, no amount of validation. Let's just stop and think about the amount of validation I, I Allison, personally have <laughs> in going after like my, the dreams of my book at this exact moment. I have validation from literally like a thousand people. At least a thousand people verbally like have said something. Mm -hmm. It's still, I, I still doubt myself. There's no amount of validation from any source that is going to make you feel worthy or make you feel supported enough. So as you start to blame and as you start to feel that 
come back to the truth that you are a creator. You are inherently whole. You're already awesome. That's why I wrote a book called You're Already Awesome. And no amount of anyone else validating it is going to make it true or untrue, right? So as we were talking about this art, we came up with three artful tips. But Eric came up with that concept of having a baseline and a clear view of people. Of yourself especially. And of yourself that we are all creators and we are all destined to grow. And just expand. like we're, we're very into our garden and flowers. Oh, it's like yeah, we are. These flowers... They do their thing. They do what they're supposed to. And given the right circumstances, they blossom so beautifully and they attract bees and bugs and they bring joy to us. And so that's why I think it's so important is we can we can keep supporting and we can celebrate this, you know, celebrate people. And so these are I love these things that we came up with. I truly believe that this will make your life better and those around you better. Because Allison was saying no amount of external validation can can do it for her. She has to ultimately go in, go to God, go to the root. And it's interesting because what did I do to be able to get the confidence? I completely cut off all access to me. <laughs> I took time from my family, like my my like parents, my siblings. I took time away from a lot of friends and relationships. I took time from the internet. And it might seem really extreme, but I, I know that's what I needed to do. It was a lesson you needed. Because I step. needed to, to not, I wanted, I didn't need whatever. I wanted to be able to hold myself up within myself. I'm not saying I can do it every minute of the day <laughs> or every day. But but one more thing. So not not to be confusing, you went inside to yourself to get yes. this support. Yeah. But that support that you went and got was in, instilled from other people it's in true. the past, building you, building you up, helping you expand in your own gifts and beauty. So that's absolutely so that that foundation. And it, I had there. a beautiful support system. Within that that really difficult time, I had a very beautiful support system. I think that's another thing that can be really confusing that that support system has changed and evolved. And when your support system changes, it can also be a very confusing experience because people that used to support and be able to help maybe aren't the people for the next phase. And I took that to be like, I'm doing something wrong. I'm a bad person. I'm, you know, all these different things when the truth of it is, is that we're all growing and expanding. We're all growing and expanding. And I like to think of it as beautiful webs of connection. We just don't know how we're going to full circle impact someone. We're in the middle of the ride. Little girl, little girl. It's going to be all right. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy okay, World. so let's bump and grind on into the three artful tips of being a supporter. So tip number one is your projects and projections might not be the solution. <laughs> what does that even mean? So I I say this guilty as charged that I love to see people, I, I believe it's one of my gifts, to see people in their talents and their strengths and their unique abilities. I can see their unique ability and I might have a project that I'm working on and I'm really excited about it. And I can say, oh, hey, Kimmy, you're absolutely fantastic at doing parties and events and I'm doing them like let's get together yeah 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 and for a time Kimmy sa- 
says, this is actually a true story for a time, Kimmy says, yes, I love using my talents this way, Allison. Your project is the solution. And then she decides it's not anymore. Now, this is very hard not to take personally. So if you're a person who's like me, my instinct is I'm creating something, I'm making something, and I like to get everybody on my team. I like to get everybody on my team. You're a, you're a gatherer. I'm a gatherer. I'm a hunter and a gatherer. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to gather you up. <laughs> like, I mean, we have hired a nanny. She was a waitress at Red Robin, and all of a sudden she's in our house the next day. Yeah, I'm, I really am like very talented at this. I see your, I see your goals. I see your, I see your abilities, and I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Okay, the flip side of that is I might be having a conversation with someone. And if you relate to anything I just said, right, just listen up. Or maybe you know someone like me, and this will help give you some insight into them. Sometimes my enthusiasm, my excitement, my blindness for what I want to create can creep in the sight of what's actually best for you. And I think we can all relate to this on one level or another, whether it's your hesitations, the way that you deal with money, the way that you keep you or your kids safe, your project. When someone is talking to you and you want to support them, you might unintentionally be trying to put your project or projection of what works for you onto them. And so one of the artful tips supporting is that to realize When you're having a conversation with someone, when you're having even a conversation with yourself, that the projects or the ideas or the things that are coming to you immediately to mind, the connections that are firing in your brain and your projections of what they think they're saying or what you think the problem is, just be open to the idea that that might not be the solution that that person needs. Just because it makes sense to you, it doesn't mean that it is going to make sense to that other person because we all operate so differently. And I know that can seem like a big duh, but it's really hard to do in practice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So if you're trying to help someone and you might have gone through something similar to what they're going through, so you, you have the answer. So you give them the answer. Yeah. And they're a different person. They might have a different path. They probably do, actually. And they're not, and they don't follow your suggestions or your advice that you feel very strongly about. You're going to feel rejected. You might even feel like they're not listening to you. I realized this recently where somebody was saying, you don't listen. You don't listen. And I finally realized what she was saying is, you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I just, I hear what she's saying and I completely understand. I just don't agree. This is actually something I've said in multiple business conversations lately, which is kind of surprising for me when I'm having these conversations about the book, about marketing with, you know, lots of different people. And they'll say, well, this is, you know, typically what we do in this and this. Does that make sense? And I'll be like, Yes, it absolutely. I understand the concept. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a new place for me to be where it's like I don't just have to take everything everybody else is saying. I don't have to take their ideas because we don't show people that we're listening by doing every single thing we say. If another person doesn't feel like you're listening to them because you're not you know, quote unquote, taking their advice, that's really not on you, right? And you're going to slowly start to find or quickly start to find that that's going to make you confused and miserable and like a chicken with your head cut off. Yeah. If you do, Eric, you said this when we were talking about it and I thought it was beautiful. Other people can't know your path just like you can't know other people's path. 
And I think this is a great thought with artful tip number one, your projects and project, projections, projections might not be the solution. Just going into a conversation or any sort of interaction with someone where you truly want to offer support, bringing that truth in your heart. I'm not here to impose my will. I'm here to impose my love. If I'm going to impose anything, it's going to be my love. If I'm going to force anything, it's going to be, you can't make me not love you, right? Like that's the only thing I'm going to force. I can't control what you want it to look like. Basically that you're going to show up even if the way they want you to show up doesn't feel like helpful to you. Do you see what I'm saying? Like so often the way that I can be helpful, I'm standing around like, is this actually helpful? Like, are you serious? And they're like, yes, this is helpful. Do that. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And, and that's not saying that you put yourself in situations where you're going against an authentic truth for you, or you're doing something you don't believe in. No, it's just that understanding that, you know, you can't know everybody else's path as much as it seems similar to yours. In turn, when you feel that hurt, when you feel that shock of not feeling the support from the people that you really care about, just remember that. They can't know your path. And it might suck to not have that support and fill in in that moment. It's okay. Like, it hurts. Let it hurt. But it's okay. It usually hurts more when it comes from people closer to you because we might trust them that they that they might know our path. But yeah. they truly don't. They have no idea what, what you're meant to do in this life. Maybe they have glimpses, but they truly don't know that. They can't. Yeah, they can't. I would love to talk to a parent that totally predicted how a child turned out. You know, that, would, that knew that. That'd be fascinating if they, like could sense I, I i would imagine just like us our kids turn out exactly how they're supposed to no amount of us projecting if we're truly like giving them unconditional love seeing what they would turn into as opposed yeah. to like pressuring them and manipulating yes. them there's a big difference i was about to say i yeah. feel like if there was a parent or somebody out there who you know could guess what their child would be capable of, like on some level, it would be the person who sat back and just let it happen rather than the person who forced it. I think those are the people who'd be the most accurate, right? Okay, let's move on to artful tip number two. So I think it's great to think of these tips as just little tools, little paintbrushes that you can carry into interactions with you. And the second tool is, are they asking for your help or are they asking for support? Let's just dive into the difference between help and support. And one word that I love, which is one of my words, is enthusiasm. And in Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, Mm -hmm. or is it A New Earth? I think it's The Power of Now. Power of Now. He talks about this root word of enthusiasm, and it means to be possessed by a god. Okay. That's the Greek translation. That's the Greek. Yeah. Okay. So think of it this way. What does possessed by a god mean? For for our purposes, let's think of it as when I have enthusiasm for you, when I have enthusiasm for your project, I become possessed with this godly-like perspective. And from this godlike perspective of all-seeing, all-knowing, love, faith, believing that things are going to come together, I have that excitement for you. I love that idea so much. Yeah, it's amazing. I love that idea. I love the concept of a creator that loves us so much that they give us free choice, that they give us agency. Agency is the most beautiful selfless gift 
to give as a creator. And that's exactly what we were talking about with somebody who maybe could predict the greatness of their children. They, I believe, yes, maybe, but only if they were a parent or a creator that gave the gift free agency. And when you think about systems that are truly beautiful throughout the world, you look back and you see the instructor or the teacher Rather than trying to impose a set of rules and regulations on the student, just gave the student the tools and the free agency to use them for good or bad. That's something when I talk to people who have a hard time believing in a creator that cares about us that I talk about is I don't think that that God is sitting up there and is like, okay, this is going to happen to you and this is going to happen to you and oh, Allison, you need to be humbled. So let's go ahead and get hit by a car. I believe this is Alice. This is the gospel of Allison. Okay. I believe that God is sitting up there and is like, I love everybody. I gave you all free agency. You're all these beautiful little creations. Oh, ugh, I don't like, oh, that's rough. Okay. Ooh, that person used that agency for this and it hurt Allison. Dang, dang, dang. I wish that wasn't happening. Okay, here's how I'm going to swoop in and help. Here's how I'm going to swoop in and support. I'm going to take that really, really difficult thing that happened because somebody used their free agency because I'm a loving creator who gave that agency to others. And no matter what, I'm going to make it for your good, even though it might be the most horrible thing. That's what I believe. You don't have to believe it. but I it's, believe it. It's thank you. Back to this idea of free agency. Sometimes when people are coming to us for support, they, they want our help. And sometimes when they're coming to us for support, they simply want support, meaning they just want to be seen with enthusiasm. They want to be seen with the eyes of somebody who knows that they're capable of something great. And what a freaking beautiful gift. Something that I've been saying to people lately because it helped me so much as I was walking through hell and just so down were the people who truly with faith and just with a knowing could look at me and say, I know you're going to heal. I know this pain you feel right now will heal. Even when I couldn't believe it for myself, I could think about those moments of belief that people would gift me. And I hung and clung onto them like a lifeline. And so a gift that I love to give people is to say, I know it for you. And that is one of my superpowers. That is, enthusiasm is one of my superpowers. I'm an excitable lady, okay? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm an excitable girl. I can see and believe it for people when they can't see it for themselves. And I can't force that on people. And I can't, you know, maybe help give them all the tools and the hacks and the podcast episodes so that they can believe it too. I'd like to. I'd like to help you if you're going to let me. But sometimes you're just not in a place to be able to do anything else or get more help. And so the ultimate gift of support is that enthusiasm and is that I believe it and see it for you. So coming into the interaction, wondering or even asking Hey, so what's the best way I can support you in this conversation? Are you open to ideas or would you, you know, just like to share with me your thoughts? And I've had some people say that to me where they're like, hey, are are you in a place that you want feedback on this? Or like, do you want me to just like support you and say, yeah, this sounds awesome. And it is so such a freaking gift when people even ask that question. It's such a thoughtful 
genuine. It is. I, I, as you said that, I don't think I've ever heard anyone ask that. And it felt just really good hearing that. They're like really, really high level therapist modality, energy <laughs> worker. I'm talking like really, really professional high level, but we don't have to be at any certain level to, to pass that gift on. Nope. But it is, a, it's a beautiful gift. So artful tip number one for the art of being a supporter, these beautiful tools or paintbrushes that you can bring is number one, to realize your projects, your projections, your experience is not going to be the other person's experience. We can't know the path for other people, just like other people can't know our exact path, Uh, but we can support them and believe in it for them and allow them to create their own path. And the second tip was just to notice if somebody is asking for help or are they looking for support? Are they looking for enthusiasm? And you're like, Allison, I'm not as enthusiastic as you. Well, you don't have to give it the way that I give it. I'm thinking about Mallory who works with me and she's been with me for about three years. So she's been with me. (laughs) She's been with me. And before Mallory was working with me, she's in my inbox. She helps me on the back end of everything. She's, she's amazing. Before she was helping me in that capacity, she volunteered at a ton of my events. So Mallory's been with me on and off with, you know, seven or eight years. And she's just really seen the highest highs and the lowest lows. And I was talking to her this week. Just the way that she continues to show up consistently is her way of giving me that gift of enthusiasm. Where whether I'm high or low or losing my mind and maybe kind of difficult to talk to on a rational level, which I was absolutely there, or I'm crystal clear and crushing it with faith and clarity, she continues to show up. When I'm being maybe kind of difficult to talk to, she has the conversation with me rather than ghosting. And I'm so grateful for her. I'm so grateful for that gift. There's a lot of ways to give that gift. It doesn't just have to be the way that I give it. (laughs) It's true. Okay. Uh, Should we move on to tool number three? Let's do it. Okay. So tool number three is the ultimate gift and the ultimate tool is to come to the art of supporting with unconditional love. I talk about this in my book. I, I give this idea of I'm rooting for you in the life of your dreams. <laughs> it's one of the best chapters. And it's just talking about how regardless of how somebody else feels about me, regardless of the support or whatever they're giving me, that the ultimate gift I can give someone, the ultimate support I can give someone is to root for them in the life of their dreams. Even when that person doesn't want my support, even when that person doesn't want my love, even if they they don't want to talk to me or they're mad at me or they're upset with me or they don't want to forgive me, whatever it is, to be able to get to a place where you feel worthy and capable of giving love without resentment I feel like that's the ultimate gift coming out of like a difficult time where I wasn't able to respond to text messages and I wasn't able to talk to a lot of people, the people that have been able to say, oh, hey, I get it. I get that you're going through a hard time. Yeah, I was worried when you didn't text me back. Like, I'm not saying they have to not have feelings about it, but like they go, I'm just I. they like aren't resentful. They still love me. I'm really like, like what? Like what more could I possibly ask for? <laughs> And so to be able to give that gift of I'm rooting for you no matter what in that ultimate gift of unconditional love. You had some good thoughts about this. To conclude all this, I think the baseline for all of it is to to believe that you are 
unique. There's no one else like you in this universe. Only you can be you. Only you can be you. And if that's true, every other person is unique and there's no one else like them. And so non-judgmentally celebrating their gifts and their quirks unconditionally is the way that we can truly support people and give those, you know, plant those seeds of confidence so they can they can bloom and then they can give that to others and that's how we can all support each other and what a beautiful world that would be i love that as you were talking about our flowers so i planted some flowers from seed we've typically f- planted flowers from little plants we get at the nursery it's been about today is exactly 14 days since I've planted those seeds and a lot of their germination time was 10 to 14 or 7 to 14 days and we have yet to see I mean I planted like they're not wanting to come like up like 30 pack, like 20 packets of yeah. seeds like I planted a <laughs> lot of fancy fun seeds now a lot of them suggested planting them indoor yeah. before the frost and I, and I didn't it comes back to this when you were talking about like you know these, these flowers they fulfill the measure of their creation and I'm like but I planted planted the seeds and the seeds didn't grow. I really do think that this concept of unconditional love and their uniqueness, what are the the different things that they need for their unique seed to grow? In this capacity, the unconditional love and faith I can give these plants is I'm not going to never plant seeds again, right? Like the unconditional love is, oh, I tried to plant these seeds in a way that worked for me. But not in a way that worked for the seed. Yeah, we didn't do what they needed. What what they needed. And so even though I, I got little seed squares from your dad, Eric, and I like was gonna I had every intention to plant them in this other way. I just it didn't work out that way. And I'm and they might and they might still take outside. I will keep you posted. I still am holding faith. I really do feel like they might some of them might still come up. Honestly, I've given up on them, but He's I, given I, up I, appreci- on them, I appreciate that you're holding strong. Which makes me just want to hold stronger. But as I was thinking about that, I thought, you know, this is an awesome learning opportunity because sometimes that's just what it takes is it's not that the seeds are bad or the seeds are never going to work it's that I tried to I tried to put them along my path and my way this parable is bonkers for this I'm glad you like it well you're just putting it together now we didn't talk about this before well no I was thinking about it yesterday when I was out there and I didn't feel like I had your support in the seeds and I was like (laughs) this is well I'm just saying this is crazy thank you no but but I am just putting it together now where I'm like I was trying to get them to grow in my way, in my circumstances. Mm -hmm. And they are little tiny creations and they're here to fulfill the measure of their creation. They already have their path. They have their path. And if I'm going to support them, it might look different than what exactly worked for me. Now, here's a beautiful thought. Maybe in the future that they plant you know planting from seed isn't exactly what's going to work for me at this time. That means that it's just it's not our time together. It's just information. So if the, if you're not getting that support, if you're not getting it from the places you need, they're not the person it's not the circumstance that you're going to grow and flourish in. And so rather than returning to it again and again and beating something that, you know, beating it to death, beating yourself to death, beating your dreams, your seeds, your ideas to death, start looking for new soil, start looking for new processes, start looking for new support and remember the ultimate support, the ultimate support the art of supporting is to offer that support to yourself so those are our three artful tips uh artful what do we call it the art of being a supporter those are our three artful tips our three tools so 
we are very excited about Patreon. I think we should talk about Patreon and then get to our review. Because, Eric, tell the people what you decided to do as we're moving forward, really wanting to create the podcast. We landed on this idea of $5 a month. If you guys want to sign up to support the podcast for $5 a month, it keeps us honest and motivated and getting more podcast episodes up. And also, we felt like it was a doable amount of money that hopefully, you know, you're finding $5 worth of value in these podcast episodes. And then if you do sign up for that, tell them what you're going to do for him, baby doll. I, I'm just jealous Allison's getting all this attention for her book. <laughs> yeah, you are. So. You're a writer too. Well, well, I guess I'm starting to be. Yeah, you are. All right. So when you subscribe to Patreon, you will get the exclusive access to my thoughts. Eric, Eric, <laughs> They're called Eric's Thoughts. Because yeah. Eric was like, babe, it'll be so easy. You can throw together an email and write. And I just looked at him and I was like. Nope. Like everybody can find what I have to say. She has hundreds of thousands of hours of content. Yeah. Like I have a book. Like if you want to know what I have to say, it's not hard to find, but it's harder to find what Eric has to say. So if you want to hang out with me, I was, I I always want to like share more. I feel like I should share more as I read and learn and experience things. And I'm like, I just don't want to do it on Instagram. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel real to me. I don't really, that's not the outlet I want. But That's then, how I feel about but it. then this thing, the Patreon has where I can send out like a newsletter or an email, and I'm like, okay, this is it. This feels good. Eric so if, if you want to hang out with me, I'm writing things. I read his first message, and it's beautiful. I'm gonna send it out. It's in like, beautiful. I'm gonna send it out in a couple days. So if you want it, head over to the link in our bio, the Patreon, sign up, support us, and you be will part have of the access, awesome empire. Yeah, you'll have access to it. Eric's thoughts. I need to make a jingle for that. Oh, yeah, you do. I love that. And we just want to say thank you so much as we wiggle and jiggle and, you know, move into figuring out what's going to work for us, what works for you. We're so, so grateful that you're here, regardless of whether you can, you know, chip in monetarily or not. We're just really happy that you're here. There's so many ways to support the podcast. And one of those ways to support the podcast is to leave reviews. That's true. I just want to say one more thing. Oh, he's got another thought. Eric has so many thoughts. I really do feel I really do feel this. Yeah. We support you. Yeah. And just know that, that uh, we believe in you and we support you. We might not know you in person, but you out there listening, we do support you and and, uh, hope for the best and believe in you. That was beautiful. Okay, we have a review. Amber H311. I wonder if she's a 311 fan. <laughs> Whoa, Amber. Is, is her name Amber? Amber H311. Amber is the color of her energy. Oh, you know what's interesting, too? It looks like Amber H. It says Amber H311, but it looks like Amber Hell. That's kind of cool, too. Amber Hell. Either way. She says, my favorite podcast. Oh. Allison and Eric are so hilarious, so relatable, and so inspiring. I can honestly say that this podcast has changed my life and helped pick me up when I hit rock bottom. I love to re-listen to episodes that inspire me. I have listened to the Moana episode probably 10 times and still cry every time. Oh, I love the Moana episode. Thank you. I'm so grateful for this podcast. It brings so much light and joy to my life. Thank you, Allison and Eric. Oh, Amber, thank you so much. And can I just say, you changed your life. We are so grateful that we could support you 
in you changing and making those changes, Amber. But let's not take credit away from where credit is due that you have made those changes. And we're so grateful to be able to support you. We also are grateful for the review. To show our gratitude, we're going to send you one of my I'm Doing Awesome journals. Oh, it's great. You're going to love it. So shoot us an email to heygirl at the com with your address, Amber, so we can get you uh, your goodies. And that is it. Episode 154, The Art of Being a Supporter. I've loved it. I've learned a lot. I'm excited to take these tools and use them. I'm excited to go practice what we preached here today. I just really, 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 really believe and want to remind you that only you can be you, my beautiful little butterfly. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. (laughs) Eric, what are you going to take us out on? This is a song called Flan from my library. Flan! Pleasant Pictures Music Club. And what's cool is this song is also going to be used on the introduction and credits of the audiobook that out her audiobook. You're already awesome. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to pre order my book, that's really helpful for yeah, me. Yeah, you're going to want that. You're going to want that. You're going to want to go ahead and click on that link. <laughs> Appreciate ya. All right, this is Flan. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> 